We're shedding our masks and breaking down walls. Hell, we may even drop our drawers. That's right. We're going commando with Angela and Dana. Hi, I'm Dana Sardano, and this is Angela DeMarco, and we are Going Commando. Going Commando is a little show that Angela and I put together because um, we just see the importance of um, of just speaking our minds and 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 really treating authenticity like like a thing. <laughs> and, it's a, and, and, it's and, a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a real thing. And just whatever, <laughs> just saying saying what we think and and um, and that's it. And I don't have words. Angela, fix this. <laughs> <laughs> Get this train on the rails, girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, we we started going commando because um, a while ago. Because uh, Dana and I would be apart for the weekends and I can't quit you. <laughs> and uh, we would have these conversations on Monday morning and we figured, hey, you know what, let's just uh, let's record them for prosperity for the sake of humanity. For the sake and, of humanity. <laughs> well, we really we discuss topics that are around personal betterment. Really, you know, yeah. it's not just empowerment. Yeah. It's just how do we live happy, fulfilling lives? You know, yeah. we're, we're two women who are entrepreneurs. We have kids. We've got husbands. We've got, you know, the, the bumps and bruises from the trauma of life. Yes. And, you know, and we're both really happy and yeah. we just want to help people be happy. You yeah. know, well said. Well said. Thank you. Thank you for picking me up oh. on the tracks. Appreciate that. <laughs> so, I got you, boo. I got I you. I appreciate that. So, so <laughs> the let, so this season, we are closing out season three and the bulk of the season, um, the first several episodes were based on 10 recommendments for personal empowerment, a book that I had written and everything, you know, it's called personal empowerment. But again, like Angela said, everything is about well-being um, and just about being content and happy in your life. And, uh, and just talked about, you know, we shared anecdotes and silliness um, in, in, with regard to, to that subject matter. So the last three episodes of this season are a th they're each a third. So what are we? Thirty seven and two thirds. This is episode thirty seven and two thirds. Four. Yeah, because thirty seven. Yeah, thirty seven and one third was um, the letter. Dun, dun, dun. And today we want to talk about the importance. We want to talk about again well being, but just a, a little bit of a different way. Um, Angela and I, we have created a core to credo program to assist businesses um, in just being well, happy and whole from the outside in and the inside out. But Angela and I, we embody this philosophy and we just wanted to talk a little bit about it today. Angela, what you got to say about core to credo? So, yeah, so it's it's truly about um when Dana and I had, so if you, if you watch the last episode, you know that, that we had, sorry, I have like, I have my poop <laughs> shake in my teeth. Sorry guys, we're good. Okay. Um, so sexy. I am so hot. <laughs> um, okay. So Dana and I talked about the letter. The letter was a giant pivot for us, but it helped us truly become aware of our own personal needs. Um, you know, Dana is truly my ride or die in the business world. Like, I don't want to do this without her. And um, and and how we're successful co-founders together because we had these experiences together. And uh, and Corda Credo truly is 
you know, what we went through, mm. really, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, like that was the experience that we went through and it is the experience that we embody. And the reason why we've shifted to, to try to help businesses do what we do between the two of us um, is because, you know, you hear a lot of like, oh, the company needs a, a boost. Let's bring in a speaker and everyone's motivated for five minutes and then they go about their day and the problems aren't fixed. Yeah. And when Dana and I had our, our letter moment, our letter pivot, whatever we want to call it, please watch the episode because it's really good because it totally proved me right in the whole thing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm reading this letter and I'm reading it and it's saying all these things like, and just know I've always got your back. And, I'm, and meanwhile, she's like, oh, yes, that's scathing. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, maybe we still have some things to heal. But anyway, (laughs) that aside, um, it goes so much more beyond for us. It went so much more beyond having like a bonding experience, having a retreat. Those things are so, so, so great. Going away together. We've done that. We had Sebastian that weekend in Florida and it was awesome. Like we bonded then and we thought, holy shit, this is it. But it wasn't enough. Um, So really getting to the core, getting to the heart of the matter of who you are, what you need, what you want, um, what are your values, and, and how does the person that you're working with align with all that stuff? And um, yeah, man, I honestly, like I, I call you my ride or die, because I don't want to do this business without anybody, you yeah. know? And yeah. I believe that people that we work with feel the same thing. We give to each other what we give to everybody that we work with on the team. Yeah. And that is the culture that we're fostering. Yeah. 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 Um, On a personal level, you know, anybody who has seen, heard anything that I've done, I really, everything is about the core for me. And I've always been, I've always been grounded. Yeah. I've been train wrecky. I've had my shit, but I've always been very grounded and I've always understood you have to have integrity. You have to speak your truth. You have to have confidence. You have to be grounded. You have to be creative. Like all of these things you have to have in order then to, to then properly present to the world, you know, go out to the world and align with people who are like you to have successful and happy relationships. That's not been a thing for me, but yet I've had all this but there's this level of personal branding, this level of, um, of being, I, I always say, you know, being pretty, but really being uh, refined and able to present those things, regardless of what you do. Everybody's different. You could be an artist, you could be a writer, you could work for a company, whatever it is. You, it's not enough just to know the things. You have to embody the things and then you have to properly present the things because we are interacting with others. So as much as the core is important for relate for the person and then to bring to relationships without the alignment with the credo, then you're really kind of only halfway there. Wouldn't you agree with that, Angela? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so, how many times have I taken something that you've put together and I'm like, let me just, let me just, spit time that for you a little bit. Yeah. It, it really, nobody, I, I don't know if people understand or, or value the importance of your insides matching your outsides, your carpet matching your drapes, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. You know, like um, I, there, I had a, a friend's website, brilliant, brilliant guy, brilliant guy. And his website was done by a friend and it was put together. I'm like, this doesn't match. We have to fix this. 
because it doesn't reflect who you are. And, you know, there are so many tools out there that people can use now. So you don't have to rely on like a designer to do your stuff, but it is really, really important that things match because when things don't match, like when you're talking about how like, like your, your book, right? The, the first version of 10 recommendments was with a publisher. Okay. You are an editor in chief. Not a good place about that. <laughs> you are. I know, I know, I know. But listen, you're an editor in chief of a publishing company. You are a writer. You are, you were an English teacher. You, you did all of these things, right? And that book was full of errors because of relying on somebody else to do it right. That was not a true reflection of your brand. And we don't stand for that anymore. We don't do that anymore, Joe. We don't do that anymore, Joe. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. And and as a as a the person who's presenting this to the world and so proud of the body of work, every time I see a first edition in circulation, I, you know, I'm just going to be completely honest. I just bought a buttload of the first editions off of um, off of Amazon. So when customers go and buy the book, they don't have to have the first edition because the second edition doesn't pop up until the first edition goes away completely. That's how strongly I feel that my in, that my curtains have to match my drapes, <laughs> my carpet, whatever, whatever. That's how to match. <laughs> curtains and drapes are pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I guess that's Big on that. Um, no, but that's, and that's like a small example, right? Yeah. That's a small example because it's, it's also, it's like, it's not just the, the visual of it. It is truly embodying, yes. you know, doing, walking your walk because authenticity is the new currency these days. People can smell bullshit from a mile away. Yep, yep. People are sick of the bullshit. They're sick, sick of, of the lies, sick of it. So, you know, if you're a customer, if you're a client, if you're an employee, everyone can smell the bullshit. So if your core values are, we are a hardworking place that just gets shit done and we don't care about anything else, fucking embody it. That's it. We're not yeah. asking you to change who you are, but know who you are, walk the walk and, and, and be truly you so that you align with the people that align with you. Yeah. And then yeah. you have a happy working environment, you have happy relationships, you have productivity, you have all those wonderful things that come along with it. But um, I think a lot of people get confused or, or not sure like why brand and culture have to, what they have to do, they're synonymous. Yeah. So the brand yeah. and the culture and the core, everybody individually feeling seen, heard, empowered to ask for what they need Maybe they're not getting, maybe, maybe the, the, the hybrid worker wants to stay hybrid, but the company can't let go of the attachment of what it was like to have everybody in the office space, or they have this big space that no one's using anymore. So, you know, like what, 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 there's a miscommunication and misalignment there. Yeah. So. Yeah. And there's, there's, you know, just to go bring it to a deeper, deeper level, there's a sense of security that people want to feel within their relationships. There's an expression, um, it's, I think it's like a spiritual expression, like as above, so below. Well, as in the microcosm, as in the macrocosm, right? Mm. So if I'm in a relationship, we'll just use my husband as an example, and I don't feel that I could express my needs. I don't feel that I am um, appreciated. I don't feel that um, I'm getting what I want out of the relationship any of those things, that relationship is going to struggle. Mm. 
and we could put band-aids on it. You know, we we're talking last week when we were talking about our letter, you know, we could do the once a week dinner and he could bring me flowers. But if those very important core needs aren't met, the relationship is always going to be in some level on the ropes. Again, Tony Robbins can, can come in and speak to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. We can have, we can have a team building day. You know what I mean? Like we can do yeah. whatever we're going to do. But at the end of the day, if those core values aren't met well, as in the microcosm is in the macrocosm, our relationships at work are no different. Our relationships with our immediate coworkers, with our team leader. Again, I was in education, so I don't know what any of these things are. With our, you know, uh, with, with our, you know, um, you, uh, had, department you, had you had That's a minister. You had a minister. I'm using those terms. Yeah, our like, department <laughs> head, our you know, guy in charge of curriculum, the head of school, whatever it is. I know that in in the school that I was in for 16 years, when I where I ended my career in education as I knew it the most uncomfortable thing for me was everybody was trying to protect everybody else's feelings. So everything was being done. Like if a teacher was not good in that class, they would do things like promote that teacher or give them a better <laughs> job because they don't want to tell them they sucked at it. So the problem was never solved. I yeah. mentioned in, in a live that we did, there was another teacher who was really, like I said, a C plus at best. And she got teacher of the year because there was a stipend that came along with it and they knew she needed the money like nothing was uh so then there was other teachers yours truly and others that were put off by this so everybody's walking on eggshells and everybody is is lying or doing things the back way in order not to offend or hurt or to avoid confrontation and you couldn't trust anybody. So somebody would come in, you know, my, my principal would be like, Oh, Dana, you're so great and wonderful. And I can't trust that. If you don't have the basic foundation of trust and feelings of safety and security with the people that you work with, you've got nothing. Got you've got nothing. nothing. Seriously. Seriously. That is the trust um, for, for the employees. Like yeah. from like that perspective, right? To not to see what leadership is doing and saying. And if they're like, do as I say, not as I do situation, you know what I mean? Like that's that's where everybody feels a little like, what the fuck is going on? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um what really so so like what really for us, the magic secret sauce, right? Magic okay. secret sauce was having having the willingness to work on this. Yeah. having the willingness right yeah. and and i think you you said it last week it's like like or or i forget which we're talking about 10 racks maybe it's like you have the aware the willingness to make things better you have the willingness to be like okay this could be better i want to do whatever i can to make my company thrive to make my people happy to to make us more productive make yeah. us more money whatever i have the willingness to do what it takes and then you just need the awareness and when the awareness comes in it's like okay well, here's a little crack in the foundation. Okay, I have the willingness to do whatever it's going to take now that I know that that's yeah, the problem. Yeah, I, yeah. And it's not putting the finger in the dam. It's like maybe tearing the whole dam down and then rebuilding it from scratch. Yeah, and, that, and, and that might be what it takes. And there's a double awareness there because there's the awareness that you may not even know what the problem is. Right. So you have the willingness and then you're brought the awareness. We have this assessy that we use. Oh, oh. Right. I didn't realize that this was the problem. And then the second level of awareness is, OK, now what do I do? And again, and that's that's where we come in. So there's there's so many components to it. But uh, I, I got to tell you, you 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 couldn't have said it any better. 
you, you got to be willing. And when you're willing and you have the, <laughs> oh my God, you're so sorry. But, uh, but yeah, one, once you have the willing that again, and everybody wants their relationships to thrive. And I always water it down with the general term of relationships, because again, it's from the relationship with your friends, yeah. your spouse, your children. If you know how to have a healthy relationship, you can apply it to all aspects of your life. So if I back to the core, if I am grounded, Right. And I am, um, again, I am redundant, but well, happy and whole in all these aspects of my life. And I feel really, really good. And I have a strong foundation and I go and apply for a job. I am going to smell train wreck a mile away. And mm -hmm. I don't feel desperate to take that job because if I really truly am grounded in my foundation, I know that there will be another one that aligns with my needs. I'm not 21, 25 year old Dana. That's like, oh my God, I just need a job to survive because I don't live in survival mode anymore because I'm aligned. So it yeah. starts here and then you bring it out there and then you align with those who are, um, who are also in alignment with their values. Yeah. You know, I just have to do a, a quick shout out. <laughs> To my previous boss, Brian Torsiello. Uh, I worked at Visiontron. Uh, it was a manufacturing company. I was director of marketing. And that was before I left to do all this fun stuff that we're doing. And uh, Brian called me the pain, a pain in the ass. So I was truly, I, had, I was somebody who got her needs met. You know what I mean? In this company that was very uh, rigid, like in their, in their ways. Like they they just had their ways of doing things. And then here I come in and I'm like, I need special hours. I need this. Um, I'm now pregnant. I'm on bed rest. Like you just have to work around me. Like, and he always just called me pain in the ass, but they always accommodated, you know, because they knew the value of what I brought to the table. And I was a really good worker for them, you know, mm -hmm. but because they met those needs, I didn't leave two years prior. Otherwise I would have been like banging my head against the wall, you know? Yeah that Brian understood they're very family centric and that was one of their core values. And he knew that like, I need to be home with the baby or I needed to take care of myself. When I lost Josh, God, they were amazing. They were amazing. They both, uh, the, the president had, had, had the same experience and reached out to me and was like, like, just, you know, take the time you need. Like they were so good to me because they embodied that value of family matters, you know, like, and that was really yeah. important, but there were a lot of people that I worked with that were like, oh God, I just, I wish I could make like two more dollars an hour. I'm like, go ask, go ask. You've yeah. been here for 16 years. Why aren't you making more money? You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. they didn't feel that I just happen to be somebody who's like, look yeah. at me world. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you made the point that you, if they weren't able to accommodate your needs, you might've left two years earlier. And it's funny, just a little spin on that point. You know, I think about the fact, again, I was in my last place of employment for 16 years and the last four started to get uncomfortable and the last one was excruciating before I left. But that was truly a testament to who I was. I was in that environment because there was something about me and my belief system that I had to fight for everything to get my needs met. It wasn't an asking. It wasn't a presenting. It was a, I'm going to fight. I'm going to champion the cause of the children. I'm going to champion the cause of the teachers. I'm going to champion the cause. I'm going to champion the cause. I'm going to champion the cause. And when I began to evolve as a human being and, and understood that that wasn't a pattern that I had to embody anymore, mm -hmm. um, 
it got more uncomfortable. And I'm only bringing this up because there's, you know, we talk about core to credo and assisting these companies, assisting these organizations. And it's not just about making everything right, making sure that the people are, are um, empowered and making sure that they're in alignment with the culture um, of the organization. It's also assisting people in understanding that they really just may not be right for that. Think about couples who would get together when they're 20 and then when they're 30 or 40, they split up because they realize that they're no longer in alignment. That's yeah. okay too. That's okay too. It's yeah. more important that you change and evolve as the individual and then figure out what organization you fit in. You know, yeah. and, and it's not the organization's responsibility to accommodate every individual. It's the organization's responsibility to know who they are and to work with and accommodate the individuals that are in alignment with them. But if it's not working, Adults should understand, hey, I will help you find something somewhere else. I am happy to give you a recommendation. I'm happy to support you if you want to go and further your education. But if there's an alignment here, let's go back to the integrity of it all. Let's be honest with ourselves and with each other. Yes, yes. And this was um, what our, our, our good pal Anya was talking about yeah. with um, don't just hire based on the skills that you need. Yep higher based on the the values and being in alignment with each other. And, you know, sometimes weeding out those employees, like for their sake and for yours. Yes. You don't want somebody who's, who's just punching a clock. You want someone who's going to help you make money and be more productive and, and create a, a good working environment for everybody. Yes, yes, yes. You know, people throw the words. There's so many words that the people are throwing around now that like irk me. <laughs> That'll be decoding the woo-woo part two. But, okay. like the one, but the one is... uh Toxic. Oh, toxic environment. Toxic and top. All toxic is, is when people are unhappy, they create toxicity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, you know, I think about like, you know, when, when people have cancer, you know, you cut the cancer out and then you do the treatments, but you leave one cell, you still have cancer. It still grows. Yeah. It still, it still infects Infects isn't the right word, but the rest of, you know, the, the, the tissues, the cells. And it's that same idea. If you have one person who is unhappy and punching a clock and you feel an obligation because they've been here 30 years, you're not doing anybody any good. You don't owe yeah. anybody anything. If anything, you owe, and I'm talking about the people who are running the company now, running the organization, you owe yourself what you set out to do. And you set out to run a healthy, thriving company. Well, what are you going to do to get there? And if it means dumping 20 years Sally because, because she's, you know, she's creating How'd toxicity. How do you know her name was Sally? It's my mother's name. You're not aware. You're fired. That was totally unintentional, but it happens to be my mother's name. But she gets my draft. I'll just leave it there. You know, someone asked me once, um, <laughs> RIP Sal, um, someone asked me a while ago, what happens when you have that one toxic employee yeah. who is like a really, like they bring in the money, like they're amazing at sales and they're, they're really good to the bottom line, yeah. but their department is miserable because they're not happy. And he said, how would you, how would you approach that? And I've said, well, that's, that's, it's, it's a twofold approach, right? One, you deal with the people that the, that are being report that are reporting to this person, you teach them 
not to be affected by this person's energy. They're what they're putting out. You teach them to put up their guard, you know, and not take it personally because it's not about them. Mm-hmm. You teach them these things. This is this is like our long-term solution, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then if that employee is truly willing to do what it takes to keep the job, chances are they're toxic because they've got some stuff going on. They're they toxic don't know. Because, they also don't right. know they're toxic. You know what I mean? And like right. sometimes you're just a dick and you don't know it. And like, I know <laughs> Rob, I'm like, you're being a dick. And he's like, oh, I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes no, just it's so true. Bringing the awareness. It's so true. It's so true. So it's like you work with that individual and then you work with the individuals around them. And then maybe there's a meeting in the middle. But in, in, in any event, I remember, okay, so I dated this guy who was hot and cold. I didn't know which which one was walking through the door. I don't know if he's gonna be a good mood. I don't know if he's gonna be a gross. And he was he was he was he had his he had his issues. <laughs> and I had mine, but at the, I was working with a therapist and I was like, how do I do this? Like, how do I, you know even get from point A to point B in this relationship where I don't, I'm walking on eggshells because I don't know which person is coming through the door. And he said, before I walk into the house, do a check and say, how do I feel at this moment? Okay. I'm actually feeling pretty content. I just had a good AA meeting. I'm feeling really great right now. So then hold on to that. And then no matter what person is presented on the other side of the door, it won't affect me because I'm, I know where I'm at. I know it has nothing to do with me. So if we can teach people to do that within the organization, pick me, pick me. I'm, yeah, like I'm feeling like I'm walking into work today, and I'm really stressed because my bills are due, and I'm not—I don't have the check yet. So it's stressing me out, and it's going to affect everything that I do today. That's where I'm at. But I'm not going to project that onto everybody else because it's not their problem; they're my bills. And we have to teach people not to project their shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's why this whole thing yeah. is so important oh and my that's god why I love and this it's, it's, it's simple oh. but it's not like when you bring it to people's attention it's like oh my god but like you know j- just to give you a, a concrete example like i when i first rob and i've been together about 10 years and early on, like I said, he had a maturity level or of coping mechanisms of like a nine-year-old. And so he would, something would bother him and he would like think it's okay to take it out on everybody else. And it's my responsibility not to be bothered by it. I'm like, you're yeah. getting your shit on me. What's your problem? I'm like, Rob, what you don't seem to understand is when I get a little bit edgy or a little bit off, the first thing I do is I go to my calendar and see when I'm getting my period. And then when I realize that what it, when that's what it is, I put myself in check because my menses <laughs> is not <laughs> your problem. And we have learned, I think, and, and I'm getting a little bit out there, but as a society, that to point the finger at everybody else. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's everybody mm-hmm. else's problem or responsibility. And just teaching people personal accountability um, is one component to the core in the core to credo. I have to, I have to put a PSA for all the men who have ladies in their lives. You are not allowed to make that call. Do never say to a woman, are you getting your period soon? (laughs) No. (laughs) You don't get to make that call. (laughs) You know what you do get to say? Hey, how you feeling? You okay? Exactly. You okay? Exactly. Yeah. That, that, That goes a long way. Yeah, there's your PSA. Don't be. (laughs) (laughs) So I have been doing, um, 
I have been uh, intuitively branding. So I'm, I'm, I'm changing my brand now. I'm an intuitive brander. That's my thing. You're an intuitive guidance. I'm intuitive brand. And I have been doing it for a really, really long time. And I've seen the magic that comes out when you put all the decision makers in a room to talk about the values and talk about the vision and the purpose and the, all the stuff that makes a company, you know, what the, what's underneath the iceberg. Um, and when we came up with this idea of mixing our two superpowers together, like there, I don't, I, I, I can't imagine not doing this without the core part. Because it can't. just makes Not sense. What I was doing, right? What I was doing was the 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 brand connecting the company to their vision and mission, and doing all the stuff, doing the team building, doing like the putting it out there, making sure everybody was aligned with the values from the top down. But I never was going from the bottom up to truly find out like what the employees need and how to teach the leaders to connect with the the staff. And it is. It's, it's just so like, there's, there's just no way that it could be done without it anymore. Like a, an organization will not thrive until those relationships thrive with themselves and, and with each other. And you said it perfectly from the top to the bottom and the bottom to the top, they meet in the middle. They meet in the middle. You know, it's, it's anything, you, you know, we, we, again, again, my, my indictment on society, but we are a society of band-aids. Oh, throw a yeah. pill at it. Throw a pill. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. From the core. <laughs> Start from the core. Root cause. Root cause. Root cause. <laughs> root cause. Oh. Hey, enough of your root causes. Root causes. But it's all root causes. Root causes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I pull my weeds in the front, and every once in a while when I'm getting lazy, I don't always catch them from the root. Well, you know, that weed's going to be there tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Root oh, cause. Yeah. Pluck it out. Root cause. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. It's a, it, it's a beautiful thing. And, um, you know, our hope and goal is to just really try to teach people, whether you're like a solo person and you have some freelancers and stuff and you just want to know, like, tap into your purpose, whether you're a founder who's got like 30 people, you've been doing it for eight or nine years and you lost a little spark, you know, it's like reigniting with that spark, with the passion and the purposes. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about like what our core values are, you know, and it truly like my number one core value has always been don't be an asshole. That is my number one value. I will work with you. Just don't be an asshole in so many ways. Right. Yeah. And then, um, you know, be authentic or go home. Truly. Like, be well, your, like we be will honest, not work with people. I'm right. sorry. If you're not going to be honest, I can't help you. I can't exactly. help you. You know what I mean? If I'm going to the doctor to assist me with weight loss, but I won't get on the scale, you can't help me. And that's how it is with everything. You know what I mean? It really, it sucks to be honest. It sucks to be honest about the state of affairs in your business. It sucks to be honest about the state affairs of the affairs in your marriage. It sucks to be honest about the state of affairs in your own personal alignment. It sucks to be honest. But once you get past that, that suckiness of the honesty, oh my God, you can move mountains after that. That's the willingness. That's the you willingness. You have to have the willingness. You have to. And the reason why it sucks is because you're afraid. You're afraid of what you're going to find. But what do you have to fear? What is your what, is, what do you always say, Dane? Nobody dies. Nobody dies. Nobody dies. <laughs> Nobody, dies. <laughs> Nobody dies. So what's next? Oh, then this happens. Okay, what's next? And then, the, then this could happen? Yeah. Did anybody die? No. So let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Exactly. Nobody exactly. dies. Exactly. Yep. So, so be fearless. Be fearless. Be willing. All right. We have uh, 
I bang this one over its head. <laughs> I think so we have. In other words, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, so, so yeah, so this is 37 and two thirds where we were talking about like our kind of like quarter credo because that was really the culmination of the the whole letter, you know, Dana yeah. and I. And, um, you know, w just to go back to that point in time as co-founders, um, Dana truly is my ride or die. I, I don't want to do this without her. Uh, she brings a certain magic that I don't have. I bring a magic that she doesn't have. And, you know, we just have fun. Every single day is fun. I love what we do every day. And we want to help people to achieve this by literally walking the walk. The reason why Tony Robbins is who he is and Lewis Holmes, House, whatever his name is. Sorry, guys. You know, all of you people that are out there motivation speakers, because you walk the walk. Dana and I walk the walk yeah. every single day yeah. and we love what we do. And we really want to help um, people thrive. We do have something called the Assessi. Um, if you go to the website, uniquelyphenom.com, um, there is a thing at the a button in the middle of the page. It goes, what the heck is an Assessi? And it tells you about what it is. Um, we created a, a free tool for you to kind of look from, from, needs work to everything is hunky dory, like one to five to rate different things within your organization. So, you know, the employee happiness, what is the culture like? Where are you at with your brand? And just to kind of like give you a, a sense of where things are at. If everything is like from a three to a five, I'm going to say you're pretty good. You know, things are mm -hmm. things are hunky dory and good. But if you have a couple ones or twos and you want to look at it, we do offer a free discovery call. There's no like no obligation, but seriously, we have a discovery call. We don't work with everybody. Like no, Dana said, no. you have to be authentic. You have to be willing. There's a bunch of stuff that you have to be, and because that's what we're going to be for you. And you have to not and be an asshole. <laughs> Just you have to, be to not be an asshole. <laughs> so, but, but seriously, like we have a, a discovery session just to see if there's alignment, just to see if we could help because we're not going to take on anything we can't we feel like we can't do. Yeah. And um, so so seriously, if you guys just want to have a chat, if you're curious, if you feel like something might be a little bit off, just have a call with us. Seriously, no obligation. No, we're not going to hunt you down. We're not going to add you to our marketing list. Like, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah, about yeah. We're that. not the hard sell at all. Or we, we're when you have a product sell. or anything, you know, that is, that is awesome. Just, you just got to align with your people. You know what I mean? There's no forcing. There's no, for there's no yeah. forcing, just allow. Just allow. <laughs> okay, so for our final um, uh, third of the season finale uh, next week, we're going to spend time talking about Dana's first book that she wrote called Veda Finds Her Crown. And um, I'm just going to leave it at that because we're going to dedicate the whole episode to talking about it. But it is really amazing for educators, for people who are homeschooling, for parents who want to connect with their children better, um, for parents that want, for adults that want to connect with themselves and get to their root causes. This is a uh, root cause. Root cause in the his. <laughs> <laughs> it's for children. Root cause in the his. <laughs> We're so appropriate. <laughs> so I guess, Dane, you have anything you want to end with? Or I got nothing. I got nothing. You you crushed this. You totally, when you get to talk about what, what speaks to your heart and soul, you, you light up like a Christmas tree. It's awesome. So keep killing it, girl. Yeah, you too, girl. All Yay. right. Have a great week, everybody. Peace and love. And we'll see you next week. Everyone has a story. I have a story. You have a story. We all have a story. 
As I see it, you have three choices. Allow your story to define you, use it to excuse you, or utilize it as a method to empower you. It's your life. You have the power. You choose. Rewrite your story on finduniquelyyou.com.